Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. Did you know that more than half of the world now uses social media? With that being said, social media has enabled people to diversify the income streams by using the likes of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and YouTube to make extra money online and for some have managed to make this a full-time job. Because of this, I'm joined with Ellie Blakeney, CEO of Styling Social, to discuss how you can successfully create multiple streams of income online. Hi Ellie, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Like I was saying before we were recording, we I recorded with Ellie back in March for your podcast yeah. and it's just flown by. <laughs> gone so quick <laughs> it has but yeah thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today obviously like I said before I am constantly seeing you and your business thrive so much online so I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today sharing your tips and tricks on how to become a successful online entrepreneur but obviously before we delve into all things making money online for those who don't already know you please introduce yourself to everyone listening yeah so I'm Ellie and I'm the founder of Styling Social and now Planpreneur as well which is a actually like my sister company yeah so I'm very commonly known as that girl that went from supermarket to six-figure entrepreneur in one year so before I started the business I used to work at co-op if you're from the UK you'll know Mm -hmm. (laughs) co-op and I was in retail jobs for about five years before I started the business um obviously on minimum wage and typically day in the life was serving the customers on the tills stacking the shelves not loving life I'm not gonna lie (laughs) and Yeah, I just always felt like I was destined for more than the average life, which I know can sound quite cliche, I guess. But I just always had this inner feeling that I was meant to do more than like the average person or just like settle for average. Yeah. And yeah, so I was working in retail jobs. And at the time on the side, I was also working as a fashion influencer. And through that, I learned so much about the online world and the online space. A couple of years into that, I then started being able to monetize that and work with brands and do like brand collaborations. Um, And it's just crazy how you can turn a hobby into essentially like a full-time income and you Mm -hmm. can do that quite quickly. So yeah, that's basically how Styling Social was born is... I was doing influencing myself and I wanted to teach other people how to basically become an influencer and monetize. But since then, Silent Social has then pivoted into basically a brand where we teach entrepreneurs as well and multiple streams of income. But I'm sure we'll get into that. But yeah, here we are today. (laughs) Loving life. Just been accepted for my mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Which has been wild. If anyone follows me on socials, you'll know it's been a bit of a journey to get there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's been been crazy and my life has literally transformed. So yeah ramble about me I think I waffled on that (laughs) (laughs) no not at all and like I said it's very inspiring story like I said before you went from going to like from co-op to influencing to now running this six bigger business which is just insane and can you just tell people how old you are please (laughs) yeah so I'm 23 years old (laughs) insane like it's insane so you know guys uh, this is why I'm really excited to have Ellie on because I think people always assume that you know you have to have like, years of experience or xyz but literally Ellie's 23 I'm 24 and I run all things money full-time so we're both like speaking from like experience that you literally can do anything you set your mind to it if you obviously want to go down this path so yeah this is why I'm very excited to have Ellie on today obviously before we delve in even further please can you explain what kind of got you what, what made you start starting social in general yeah, so Styling Social is like an online space for women who want to create multiple streams of income. And as I just briefly mentioned, like over the last few years, it's really pivoted and changed. It started off as 
influencer coaching and that was kind of like the main focus point and then as my knowledge has grown and I I had so many people like almost requesting that I did business Mm -hmm. coaching because they'd watched me go from zero to six figures in a year and it was like Mm -hmm. it's crazy to see that but also I think it's crazy to see that from someone who's come from such a like a normal everyday background yeah and that is what I that's what was missing when I was starting the business I was constantly looking for someone that just come from like the most normal background like I would have loved to see someone who had worked at co-op and had like (laughs) their life around you know what I mean yeah but yeah I had so many people being like you should really do business coaching um like I'd love to learn from you etc so with that styling social has then become more of like we still help influencers and content creators monetize but we also work with small business owners and entrepreneurs but yeah I think I was inspired to start the business because a I noticed a huge gap in the market there was so much like hush hush around money mm-hmm. especially online I mean there still is but back when I started starting social which was like 2019 I yeah it was like no one would talk about it you had no idea what an influencer was charging for a brand collaboration you had no idea what anyone was charging for anything everything was like hush hush you don't talk about it and I think because I was having quite like a decent success with my influencing and brand collaborations I was like right I'm gonna start and like I'm just going to start a page sharing free tips and tricks, basically. And that's how Styling Social originally started. And then as it's kind of growing, I started to do coaching and we released courses and digital products as well to help support people. But essentially, my inspiration behind it was, A, there was a huge gap. But second of all, I really, I wanted an online business that could support my dream lifestyle, of like the whole freedom, financial mm-hmm. freedom and time freedom. I used to like really struggle with my, I still do, but not nowhere near to the same extent, but I used to really struggle with my mental health. And I knew that my job and my whole like situation in life just wasn't helping that. So I knew for me, if I could start an online business, A, doing something that I love every single day, but B, had like the flexibility to support me in other ways. I just knew that that was going to be the thing. And yeah, it's funny. Like I said, I always had this feeling that I'd start my own business or I like was meant for more. I just never knew what that looked like. And then- Yeah, it just really, really took off quickly as well. And, you know, I sweated it. I worked (laughs) very hard in the first. I mean, I still work very hard now, but like the first year I was, and it was lockdown. So I had nothing else. I had nothing else to do. But I, yeah, worked really hard to get it to the point where it's at now. But definitely, like you were saying, anyone can do it. This is the thing. You could, you could literally start a business at like 18. You know, there's no age you could start one at 55 it really doesn't matter and this is the thing with the online world and the online space is literally anyone can do it and you don't necessarily need to have like this big business experience Mm -hmm. I think a big thing for me as well is I was learning as I was going along I had mentors I had coaches I was enrolling in courses I was reading books listening to podcasts but also the experience of just doing and taking Mm -hmm. action you learn so much from yeah and this is it, right? So I even posted on LinkedIn today about literally like everyone is winging it at life. And, you know, I'm speaking from a place of privilege, I guess, where all these money is now my full-time job. But when people say that, how did you get there? Honestly, by doing, by trial and error, by winging it. So yeah, I'm very excited to delve into this chat with you, Ellie, because you've just covered so many good points there. So obviously people are probably listening now and thinking, okay, we spoke about social media, we spoke about this online space, but you know, you've obviously coached many fabulous women. What are the different ways people can actually make money online using social media? Yeah, and I feel like there is just so many ways. Mm -hmm. And I think it's ultimately, if you have the privilege of you've got a Wi-Fi connection and you've got a laptop (laughs) or you've got a phone, you can literally start making money online. So yeah, I think 
we cover loads over on the page like styling social if you guys want to check it out but I think some of the my most favorite and the most profitable ones definitely creating a personal brand mm-hmm. so anything around content creation a brand of your life which I know for a lot of people is like oh my life's not that interesting or like I don't, I don't have anything specific to share but honestly the rise in personal brands over the last couple of years and I think it's almost like you know when like YouTube was brand new right and it's like yeah. everyone now they're like I wish I started YouTube back then yeah. that is now with personal brands it's like it's getting to that point same with TikTok really like it's getting to that point if you want to do it do it sooner rather than later but yeah huge rise in that which you can obviously just document your life and people almost like being an influencer as such but you don't necessarily need to have anything crazy about you I would say like my obviously I've got two pages I've got the personal brand and silent social but I honestly have more connections and more conversations with people on my personal brand page and I think it's just because it has that human factor of it Mm. so yeah creating a personal brand you could also do brand sponsorships and brand partnerships so this would be when you'd work with a brand on paid collaboration you might create some content for them and then in exchange they pay you for that you could obviously create some sort of like online business, whether that be like a virtual assistant, social media manager, even like influencer assistants. I feel like this is a new thing. Yeah. Where you're basically helping organize, say, for example, you're working with an influencer and you're organizing their email inbox, responding to the brand collaborations, negotiating for them. You could do website design, affiliate marketing, course creation. Another good one, actually, which I feel like a lot of people listening might, this might be something that they want to delve into, is creating reels. Obviously, I've got someone on my team now who, Vicky, shout out to Vicky, she's amazing, who <laughs> literally is our reels creator because it's the rise of video marketing and video mm-hmm. content. You could literally, your job is to film reels and TikTok videos how fun do you know what I mean like that is such a good job so that's another thing and I think when you're thinking about the different streams of income you can make online I would really ask yourself the question do you want it to be something active i.e reels creating meaning you need to show up to do that or do you want something more passive i.e course creation digital products or somewhere in the middle because yeah I think for me like I, I don't know if you had this as well, but when I was very new in business, everyone was like, passive income's the best thing yes. ever. Like everything needs to be passive. So I made my whole business automated and passive. And then I realized I'm kind of bored. Mm-hmm. I don't really like this. So now it's like I have a mix of the passive and active income, which active income is stuff almost like where you're trading time for money. So the coaching that I do yeah. and more like being in the business. And then I have stuff that's passive as well. But yeah, so many different streams to choose from. And like you can do multiple streams at one yeah. time. I'm glad you actually touched on income and passive because I was the exact same when it came to starting all things money and again we'll talk about following later because the first thing I did to monetize all things money was actually an ebook and at the time like you know like you said passive everyone was like you need to make it pass like make passive 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 income so I was like okay best thing to do is make an online product so we started with an ebook if you haven't bought one guys and you're missing out but obviously at the time I I made that and that worked out really really well because again you're making money in your sleep but then also a bit of me was like, well, all things money was actually for me to kind of teach people. So yes, an ebook's brilliant, but I also want to be out there making, act- well, not even doing it from the money at the time, but hosting workshops because I want to be interactive. And again, that was then an, an active form of income. So yeah, it's really good to kind of differentiate, like you said earlier, like if you want an active income or passive income, especially when you're starting out at the beginning. Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing as well. For me, it was like, my business is actually my passion like I enjoy working in the business so when yeah. I when that kind of was taken away I was like I don't actually like this <laughs> that's why it's important as well um for anyone listening don't 
feel like you have to take every piece of advice that you hear from yeah. every mentor on board because there's not a one size fits all I was always it was always kind of like yeah passive you need everything passive I tried it I don't like it so it, it's really going to depend on you as an individual yeah no thank you for sharing that so obviously you know you have smashed being both an influencer as well as a successful CEO of a six-figure company for those obviously looking to start something similar now where do you think people should start I think, right, first question you want to ask yourself is first, right, what are you genuinely interested in? What are you genuinely passionate about? Because if it's not something you have a passion for and you're just doing it for the money or for mm-hmm. to have an online business, like it's going to get to a point where you fall out of love with it and then you're having those same emotions that were coming up in probably your nine to five job of why you wanted to leave it. Like at least for me, like this is how I view it. So you want to make sure you have a genuine interest there. Then asking yourself the question, like, is this something that is monetizable? chances are yes I feel like anything and everything is monetizable these days do you know I saw something on Instagram the other day and it was like and like props to this person because that's this is a vibe I just found it so interesting but it was something like almost like coaching people how to organize their wardrobe and like yes it was I feel like someone that. that does that yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, I was like yeah. that is so cool but this is the thing is like literally anything and everything is monetizable so even if you have like a really niche specific interest or passion you could be that go-to person even if mm. no one else is doing it right now you can become the go-to person and I think this is the thing as well when I started starting social and it was just influencer coaching there wasn't really anyone else doing it there was yeah, no yeah. one else doing it. So we quickly became like the go-to company for that. And then it's obviously expanded. So yeah, it's something you're genuinely interested in. Is it monetizable? And then you want to get clear on the problem that you solve for your ideal client and essentially create offers or products or services around that problem. So once you've established that, oh, and a top tip as well, when you're creating your product suite and you're creating offers or services and you're solving this big problem, right? don't have one offer that solves the whole entire problem because what you then do is you unless you want one offer and you just want to scale one offer for the rest of your business then cool if you want to have multiple different offers you want to basically partially solve the problem in each of your offers because otherwise you block yourself off there's no customer journey there's nowhere for them to go for the next stage Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're going to find it really hard to get repeat customers so that's just like a little bit of business advice and tip there but yeah essentially once you've figured out what your offers are going to be you know what problem it is you're solving set up your social media profiles and begin selling as either a company or for a personal brand and I know some people will listen to this and be like oh it's that simple is it but honestly yes it can be that simple and I think I don't know why this is but often we can overcomplicate things Mm. and it's like a big part of my brand and just my values is keep it simple don't overcomplicate it it really can be that simple if we want it to be that simple and I think it comes around with the whole idea of like oh if you want the reward of something you need to work really hard for it and we're like if it's not hard and it's easy then well I don't deserve the reward it's like that whole kind of thing but yeah it literally is as simple as you've got an idea you're going to set it up well this is like how I built my business you set it up on social media you're consistent that's the biggest thing and this is again simple advice but it's the most effective advice I could give is to be consistent. You consistently show up. It is inevitable that your success will come. Um, so yeah, that's that would be my advice. Like getting started is think of your idea. Um, what problem does it solve? Turn that into multiple different offers. Set up your social media profiles and you're good to go. You're good to start selling. And then yeah. obviously you want your launch, your launch strategy and your sales strategy. So yeah, I love that because like you said, 
the key you said there was consistency and you know I've been running all things money for just over two years now which is insane and yeah the level of growth or you know if you're wanting to continue to grow your business or you know even if it's just a hobby at the moment because again all this money was a hobby for me at the time it is about being consistent showing up because without that and you you know it's very very hard to then quickly develop into something more and that's why I see people falling at the first hurdle because they're like oh it's not growing so I'm going to give up no when you feel like you want to give up you carry on I can tell I can honestly tell you how many times I couldn't tell you how many times I've wanted to give all things money up because it just gets to the point where like ah I want to give it all up (laughs) but honestly those are the times you just have to be consistent stick with it and yeah I think that's probably one of the hardest things I've come across when it comes to you know all things money and I'm pretty sure you've probably had that as well Ellie you've had things go on in the behind the scenes that you know have probably made you want to just like stop running your business like temporarily and stuff like that so we do definitely have those hurdles yeah 100% and you know what this is this is having personal power and I always say it's like a muscle or it's like it's like a habit that you're constantly working on and having strong personal power is what makes you a a good entrepreneur essentially because entrepreneurship is not always going to be smooth sailing yes at times it is and you're going to have seasons in your business where it's so flowy and it's so effortless and Mm -hmm. it's so easy breezy but you're also going to have times where you hit rock bottom and like you say you feel like giving up and you feel like what is the point this is too difficult or even like say for example you're in a launch and maybe the launch isn't going to plan and you feel like you just want to give up but having that personal power and showing up as if it is going really well and showing up with that same confidence that's what's going to build your business and it's like it's the whole thing with mindset energetics and the strategy you kind of need all three they all work together so when you have a really strong mindset and your energy is still strong then that's what makes you keep going and that's what helps with the consistency yeah definitely and obviously I I said at some point in this podcast I mentioned about how my very first product was an ebook and I think at the time that was like maybe four or five months into all things money so I couldn't have had that many followers so this leads into my next question do you think people need a strong online presence or a huge following to be successful online absolutely not (laughs) absolutely I'm glad you said that (laughs) I I feel like I bang on about this all the time so if any of my like audience (laughs) listening they're gonna be like yeah we already know this I always my thing is you don't need thousands of followers to make thousands of pounds Mm -hmm. and I am a very good example of that on my personal page and the amount of income that comes to that personal page. I have like, I don't know, maybe like a thousand six hundred followers on there because Instagram deleted my account, which is a whole other thing. But (laughs) I still bring in a huge chunk of income from that page. Of course, I have style and social. It's much bigger brand. We've got a much bigger audience and like community on there. But that's one example. I also have many clients that will be making, you know, five figure months and they have around a thousand followers or 800 followers or whatever and it's just I think there's almost like a mindset block that you think you can only show up in a certain way when you've hit a certain amount of followers mm-hmm. reality is and it's like if people get down I have this with clients before um and they get stressed because their story views are low oh but Ellie I've only got 50 story views okay but that's 50 people that potentially you may be able to help Mm-hmm. or 50 potential customers right so when we focus and we, our perspective is on right but there's still potential in this that's what makes it easy to show up whereas if we're going oh well, I've only got 50 story views and we let that get us down then like energetically we're going to show up differently when it comes to selling and business is going to feel really hard yeah this is why it's important as well I think one of my biggest lessons in the last few years of running the business is working on my mindset because the strategy will only get you so far and vice versa like if you just work on your mindset then the strategy will only get you so far but yeah you definitely don't need you know thousands of followers to make thousands of pounds and 
in terms like of your question of like creating a strong online presence the biggest thing is shared connection points I don't know if you've heard this term before but I'm sure you guys will, will like essentially know what it means when I explain it but it's basically right what do you and your ideal client have in common that is outside of your niche so completely unrelated so for me yes I talk about business and I talk about um, multiple streams of income etc but I also share me going to the gym if you go on my Instagram story today I think literally all I've posted is my to-do list and me at the gym and I'll post probably a video of me on this podcast but (laughs) point is gym is one of my shared connections that I have with people in my audience and what this basically enables me to do is build a strong relationship with my followers it allows them to come inside my dms and chat with me about stuff completely unrelated to business Mm -hmm. and you know this is essentially what then makes people choose you over um, another business another coach another whatever because it's like well I have that connection point and gym is just like a really basic example but it could be i.e I've just gone through a seven-year breakup of my relationship people may now have connected on me with that 100% it may be the two cats that I have I've had so many people like you know we talk about the cats there can be so many different things and people are like but no I don't want to share that because it's completely unrelated to my niche share it because that is the thing that will make you stand out amongst everyone else it's stuff like manifestation law of attraction I have all of that in my brand I very rarely share and like if you go on my personal page you'll see I very rarely share educational business tips a lot of it is just my lifestyle and documenting yeah behind the scenes of the business but also just a lot about what I get up to in my day-to-day life and that is what has enabled me to build such a strong brand. And that is what um, has enabled me to have this strong online presence is because constantly relationship building. And I feel like it's a two part thing. So I, I do actually have a masterclass, which is called the I'm in code. And it's basically like a two part code of how you can build a strong online presence and how you can get consistent. I'm in clients, basically. Um, so yeah that's like a big part of the code that's like part one of it is the obviously it's a lot more in depth that I go into it in the masterclass but that's a big part is having shared connection points and I think for a lot of people it's a wake-up call when I explained that to them because I think often we're taught well you need to share educational content to build the trust which 100% you do but there needs to be the balance there where it's like people get to know the person behind the brand as well geez I feel like I'm in a one-to-one coaching call with Ellie guys <laughs> I hope you guys feel this way as well because honestly I feel like I've just had a mini pep talk because a lot of the things you've said has definitely been me in like the last couple of weeks and you know like I said you know all of us entrepreneurs have our hurdles and I'm currently really struggling to climb over one at the moment and yeah you definitely gave some really good information there and hopefully some of you guys have listened and you know some of you've resonated with a lot of it because I certainly certainly have (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad no is that it's honest and this is why I was so excited to have you on because people really really need to hear what you've got to say like you've you're honestly like a clear walking example so yeah thank you so much for that Ellie you're so welcome (laughs) so obviously like one of the ways I make money online and you have in the past as well is working with the brands I feel like there's a lot of people always ask me these kind of questions about like how do you work with brands like do they reach out to you should I should I wait for them to come to me for those looking to work with brands if they want to go down the influencer route how can people go about pitching themselves yeah so right even before pitching I would say make yourself visible to the brand so we call this brand visibility tactics and but essentially what this means is you're going to make yourself known to the brand so that they even if they vaguely roughly know who you are before you pitch it's like oh we kind of recognize that name or we recognize that face that's the whole idea of it and 
Um, we go really deep into brand collaborations inside a course that I have called Pitch Power, but to just like some basic tips for brand visibility is even going onto the brand's page and commenting on their recent posts and liking their pictures. If you can get into their DMs, that's a good one. A nice, easy, kind of like discreet way of doing this is if you're genuinely using their product, tagging them, you're then going to go in their DMs because you've tagged them in your story. They're then probably going to respond to the story. Now that isn't a time for you to go in and pitch, but that is a good time for you to make yourself visible to the brand and potentially kind of start relationship building. So I would just use that as like friendly conversation in the DMs if you're going to do that as your tactic for brand visibility. And then when you go to actually pitch, biggest piece of advice, keep it short, sweet, simple, straight to the point. If we, like, if you think about it, brands get pitched to multiple times a day by mm-hmm. multiple different influencers. And you really want to make sure your pitch gets everything you want to say, you know, across. Easy for the person on the other side to read. They've not got to go through, like, I don't know, an essay in an email. So keep it short and sweet. But you also want to make sure that you include certain elements. So we have a free pitch in template. I'll send you the link and, like, you put it in the show notes maybe but yeah we do have a free pitch in template so if anyone wanted to use that that might be quite a good example of how to kind of structure and lay out your pitch but essentially mm-hmm. you want a little introduction about yourself and then make it about the brand rather than making it about yourself this is a big big error that people make is they make it about themselves you want to make it about right this is me this is what I do this is how I can help you this is why we should work together if you can pitch an original idea as well that's going to do you wonders and another big mistake that I just want to point out actually don't ever do like the whole sympathy thing of I know I've only got x amount of followers or x engagement rate (laughs) but I I love your brand so much no they're gonna be like hell no we're not down for that like it's not x factor we don't need like the soft story just we you know, big yourself up, back mm-hmm. yourself. You got 800 followers. Okay. Well, maybe you've had X amount of growth in the last month. Like always spin it into a positive, big yourself up, back yourself. And also make sure you attach your media kit, which just essentially is like a PDF document portfolio as an influencer. If you don't yet have a media kit, go on canva.com, free graphic design website, mm-hmm. drag and drop. I'm pretty sure they've got media kit templates on there if you yeah. search media kit smash it out save it as a pdf obviously put it in your brand colors etc and then you can attach that with your pitch and that's just basically going to back up your pitch your media kit will have all your stats in your insights maybe some examples of the content that you've created as well thank you for sharing those tips and i, th- I like the way you said you have to back yourself because yeah. you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and obviously Personally, I don't always like to use the term influencing, but I guess that is a huge income stream of all things money. I'm sure you guys who follow me on Instagram know I've worked with a number of different brands now and all of them I've absolutely loved and will never work with a brand I don't love. So yeah, I've been very fortunate in that respect. But yeah, some of them I've reached out to before because I absolutely love their brand. I've used their apps before. I've used their services before. So I'm like, you know, let's 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 try and pitch let's pitch and I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie I'm you know I don't don't have this special like magic source but the majority of them I have ended up working with so guys back yourself you know put yourself forward are you gonna hear from every single person maybe not but don't see that as a negative see that as like okay they didn't hear didn't get back to me and a lot of them are actually only people behind the screen you know they are humans the worst they're gonna say is no and they'll probably provide you with feedback as to why they're saying no as well maybe you're that you know your niche maybe isn't quite aligned with theirs or you know maybe just not the right time some people you know some of these brands have limited funding as well when it comes to marketing so in a lot of companies as well don't always have a huge um, 
a huge budget for influencer marketing as well. So again, those are always factors you need to kind of factor in as well, rather than them saying no to you and your following. Because I promise you, a lot of the time it isn't. It's just a lot of other factors like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's never like a personal thing. If a brand doesn't, mm. and they're they're usually like nine times out of ten, they're going to explain what the reason is. Yeah. And then, like you say, you can then go and implement that and work on that, or it might just simply be that they don't have the budget available, or they've they've not got a campaign coming up, and then they yeah. put your details aside for a future collaboration. So, like, it's a win-win situation. Like you say, well, what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Okay, well, you pitch to another brand. Yeah, you know what I mean? and, and there's lots out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no thank you so much for sharing those tips obviously before we wrap up do you have any final tips for those looking to create their own online business yeah so I think the biggest tip if you're I'm in an R and about starting an online business now is to just start like mm-hmm. literally just go for it the worst thing you can do is similar to what I was saying earlier is like overcomplicating it and overthinking it making it a big scary thing in your head I think us like normalizing the success and normalizing that actually no it can be simple is a really, really important thing to do. And that's like a huge part of the brand and a huge part of my personal brand as well. And I think it just helps unblock this fear of like, oh my God, it needs to be perfect. And it needs to be this big, scary, like difficult, hardworking thing. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, at the very beginning of the podcast, you, you work hard and you know, yeah. you're going to get your head down and, it, and you're going to, you know, be working hard, but you don't have to overcomplicate it. You know, if I think about it now, the simplicity of my business right now is I post content on socials, I support the clients that I currently have, and I show up and I sell usually on Instagram stories. Free needle moving activities I do every single day. And that is how simple my business is. Now, obviously, that's because my business is structured in a certain way so that it can be that simple. Mm-hmm. But like, I, th- I think, yeah, just as humans, we have tendencies to overcomplicate and make everything harder because we think it needs to be harder. But work smart, not harder. And yeah, just stop waiting for it to be perfect. Stop waiting for the right time. Stop waiting to feel ready. If you, if you have the idea, you have the thought, you're ready now. That's when you move. That's when you go. Take action. My biggest thing, because I'm like an ex, <laughs> is this even a thing? An ex-perfectionist? <laughs> I my thing was right messy action because I was actually starting to get annoyed with myself that I'd have this amazing idea for like a new offer or a new business or whatever and I'd be like right but I need to make an extensive plan for six weeks and work out every single little detail before going and I I you know I almost like had a conversation with myself where it's like you're not going to hit your goals if we keep doing this so we need to stop this and my thing's always been messy action because done is better than perfect and if you just keep going and you get on that momentum of like go 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 that will build your business and that's like the inevitable of the success and yeah focus on the needle movers that's a good point actually like in terms of business advice for this question needle movers always it's very easy to fill our time with busy tasks which just essentially means stuff like oh let's change the brand colors for the temp Mm. time or let's update my bio or my profile picture or you know make new hashtag sets this stuff isn't needle moving for your business and I'm just thinking now I've got my planner next to me so the planner that I recently created which is called the planpreneur is basically designed for you to focus on the needle movers each like each and every week you're going to identify right what are the needle movers this week that I'm going to focus on you put it down in your planner and then you have like the weekly to do but that's been a big thing for me is like focusing on that instead of just being like right well my to-do list is full so I'm obviously being really productive and it's like people always ask me well how is your success so quick and it's like because I didn't fill my time with stuff just to be busy I fill my time with stuff that's going to move the business forward and it's like even now I work very minimal hours and obviously this is because I'm at a point where it's like I've outsourced as well and I have team members 
but like typically I'll work four hours a day. Today, this is the first bit of work that I've done this podcast interview. It's 3 p.m. I've been to the gym and I checked in with my clients on WhatsApp this morning. But and like I don't say this to be like, oh yeah, look at me, I work a couple of hours a day. But it's like this is how you construct your business. You can yeah, make yeah. it really, really simple for you if that works for you. You may want to work more, you may want to work less, etc. But yeah, messy action in short, keep it simple, focus on needle movers and just start, just go. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Ellie, for those tips, especially when it comes to just starting. Because, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's so easy to be like, this is my life now. And yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But for me, the first post I ever posted in All Things Money, it took me about like five, six hours to post. And my friend was like, well, if you don't post that Instagram post, I'm going to come down and post it for you. And this is in the height of lockdown. And honestly, she probably would have come down and driven to my house to post it. So, yeah, the first thought is, like, you know, the first movement is always always scary but honestly it's very very rarely that you look back and ever regret that first decision oh, was I scared yeah. about people's judgment absolutely was I scared about what people are going to think of me yes did I cringe at myself at sometimes I still do yes but I mean I wouldn't have this job that I have now if I hadn't have ever made that first post and I'm sure you can agree as well Ellie yeah that's the thing it's like yes you have these fears of well what if you do it and someone judges you but it's also like but you're you're clearly not happy with your situation right when I think of my I wasn't happy with my situation at the Mm -hmm. supermarket to me that was like that outweighed anything I was like I don't actually care what people say or think because well I don't want to be at the supermarket so I'll just get over it and I'll just deal with it and I know it's so much easier said than done but honestly when you start going and you're on that momentum Mm -hmm. there is no looking back I still have people now that will, you know, people in my like actual real life that maybe I've worked with or have just been in my life that will think what I do is, you know, cringe or crazy. But I'm like, I don't care. I'm literally so happy. I've got my dream job. I'm living like literally living my best life. So you will get to a really strong point as well, where it's like you almost become untouchable in a weird sense, where no matter what anyone says, you're so content and happy yourself like you're, mm. you're you've done the inner work so that basically outweighs anything else anyway and yeah you're never going to regret you're telling me you're going to regret starting an online business like hell no you're that's, yeah that's not going to happen <laughs> it's not <laughs> especially if you take part in Eddie's courses as well so even help you advance further so yeah honestly thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today Ellie I knew you'd be a great guest and I've honestly like made so many mental notes as well because yeah I've like you know like I've said plenty of times now we all have our hurdles. I'm trying to get over one at the moment. So Ellie was probably the perfect person to speak to today. But obviously it's honestly been an absolute pleasure to sit down and chat with you. But obviously before I let you go, if people would like to follow you or starting social, where can people go to do so and also take advantage of your courses? Yeah, amazing. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I've loved it. So, right. <laughs> Go on. Start the, start the, the list. notebook and pen out. <laughs> okay. So it, right. We're basically at styling social on everything like Instagram and TikTok. That's the kind of like brand page. If you want to follow me and more like my lifestyle and my personal brand, it's at Ellie Blake coach. And then I've also got the planner, which is at planpreneur. But if you just go to styling-social.co.uk, you can find the planner on there as well. It's just basically an online, sorry, not an online, a planner made for the online entrepreneur and the modern day entrepreneur. So that's really great for, especially if you're starting a business as well, you want to have everything organized in one place, because that was kind of my whole thought process behind the planpreneur is I had a million different notebooks 
and I'd be like trying to find notes for this and like, oh I've taken notes for a podcast there and it'd be all over the place whereas now everything's in my planpreneur it's in one place it's so nice and organized but yeah at Styling Social and at Ellie Blake Coach is probably the best places to find me on Instagram and drop me a DM as well if you listen to the podcast because yes. I'd love to chat with you <laughs> please do and I'll leave all of those links in the podcast description but yeah thank you so much for joining me today Ellie thank you so much for having me thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the all things money podcast for more all things money make sure you follow us on social media subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tune back in next week